I have to ask, it wasn't slapstick comedy, but was it field hockey stick comedy? Welcome to Keep It Fictional, a weekly podcast for book lovers by book lovers. Build your to-be-read list with Sadie, Liz, Virginia, Fiona, and Kareen from the Port Moody Public Library. Warning, this podcast contains strong opinions and may cause an increase in your library holds list. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Keep It Fictional from the Port Moody Public Library. I am really excited today because we have a special series of episodes for you. And today is our first one. So I'm really lucky to get to introduce these to everybody here. So as many of you know, as librarians, one of our job is to suggest books to people. It could be people who come into the library at the information desk, they want to know what to read next, or it could be people who fill out our online personalized reading suggestion form. And of course, this book chat, every week, we're here to suggest books for your consideration. So that is part of what we do. But one thing we haven't done yet throughout these episodes is to suggest books to each other. So we thought it would be fun for the summer to have a few episodes where we spotlight one of my book friends and we'll do some suggestions for them. But that is not enough of a challenge. And the five of us here love a little bit of a challenge because I think throughout the last year, since we're doing these book chats, I feel like we got to know each other as readers quite a bit. So it would be kind of easy, I think, to find a book that we know that someone else would like. So to make it more challenging, we decided that we have to suggest a book that we think that person will not pick up on their own. So it cannot be anything in their wheelhouse. It cannot be something that they usually read. It has to be something that if they look at it, we're like, nah, I'm not going to pick that. Since we are nice people, we want to still make sure that the person enjoys the books, enjoy the story. So despite the fact that this is a book that they may not pick it up on their own, it will still have to have certain elements that they like. It might be a writing style, it might be a genre, it might be a theme, might be how the pages feel. I don't know, something, something that we think they would enjoy something that fits them still. So that is the challenge that we have given each other. And so to kick us off this very special series of episodes, today we are here to give suggestions to Miss Corrine. So what we end up doing is that the four of us, so myself, Fiona, Liz, and Sadie, we have left some books at Corrine's desk. So I don't think I know what we have each chosen. And Corrine also doesn't know which book was chosen by whom. So she got a whole bunch of books and she's supposed to take those home and decide which one to read. So in today's episode, the four of us are going to talk about what book we pick and why we chose that book. And then Corrine will join us later and reveal her choice. Which book did she actually read and what her reading experience is like? We will find out. So it's all a mystery. Everything is an unknown. Everything is a mystery. I think very fitting for our summer reading cup 
theme this year. So let me bring in my book friends. That is one thing that I know is not a mystery. I know who they are. <laughs> so today we have with me Fiona. Hello. Sadie. Hello. And Liz. Hello. Hello. So I am super excited. I'm very curious. I feel like knowing Corinne being the overachiever, she might have read more than one book. I have a feeling that she probably end up reading either all of them or at least definitely more than one, I feel like. So before we go into our selection, I want to ask everybody, so what was your strategy in picking a book for Corinne? Was it easy? Was it hard? Like... I found it really difficult. Um, and that was because I feel like Corrine reads so many different genres and she reads across so many different genres. And so to try and find something in a genre that like you couldn't just go to one genre and know, okay, that's, that's one that she's not going to pick up. And so I struggled to find something that was enjoyable or could be enjoyable, but also was a little bit out of, out of her wheelhouse. So I, I did find it definitely more difficult. Wholeheartedly agree with Sadie because Corrine is such um, a diverse reader an open-minded reader. Um, she reads books for all ages. It was super difficult. So basically the starting point was what has she not read period at all. And then kind of looking at sort of elements or genres that maybe she hasn't expressed like huge enthusiasm for and seeing if maybe there was that little nugget of something that she might enjoy. And you, Fiona, what was your strategy? It was so hard. Um, and I did have a strategy that wasn't like super great, but because there were a lot of it was hard logistically as well. Like what is available right now? You know, what is something we haven't talked about already on the show? Um, but I did end up sort of saying, okay, one thing that, that Kareen and I feel differently about is I love CanCon and Kareen is not such a big fan, but that's also really unfair because like talking about how open Kareen is to uh, reading, I think it's that, you know, she, she doesn't hate CanCon. Uh, she just, it's not a, like a draw for her, but that is sort of, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm picking a Canadian book because at least I'll feel like then I did like my due diligence of, of, you know, trying to pick something that, that, might put her off a little bit. It's okay. She's in the backstage. She can't defend herself. We can say whatever right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess when I think about like Corrine as a reader, what do you think is sort of like, I think of these concentric circles of Corrine as a reader, what is in the middle? So I know that's something that we definitely can pick. So for me, I think of like, in terms of genre, I think of like, like mystery, especially traditional mystery, like more the golden age kind of mystery. Romance is probably like not something that I can pick. True crime. What what else would you say is sort of like that describe Kareem? Well, she reads a ton of middle grade. Like, so I know there's sort of the usually like specific types of middle grade, but like pretty much anything I would think, okay, she's going to, she's going to know this already. I feel like, like manga. I think she reads a lot of manga and, and some graphic novel as well. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you covered, covered, definitely covered the main ones. Um and historical something like what is historical fantasy historical mystery like this like that historical elements in it that I feel like she also quite enjoy so those are the books that we did not pick so let's see what we actually pick for Miss Corrine so 
Liz, do you want to start us off? Sure. Um, yeah. So like I said, it was a really big challenge for me. So uh, I went to a book that I had read previously and enjoyed personally. And a lot of, I find that a lot of the books that I've had some interest in or liked, she is also liked as well. So I thought, okay, that's promising. Um, this one is called The Gray Bar Hotel and it's by Curtis Dawkins. Um, I chose this one because even though it has elements um, that she enjoys, like there's a criminal aspect to it, um, the writing is very good. Ultimately, it's a collection of short stories, which she has expressed disdain for in the past, or has said that she hasn't really found many collections that she's really gravitated to or really gotten into. And another aspect about the book that I thought you know, maybe she wouldn't normally pick up, but that she would be interested in upon seeing this is that it is written by a felon. So she does read a lot of true crime and, you know, she enjoys true crime books where the focus is not necessarily on the perpetrator, but on, on the victims and their stories and, and bringing attention to them. But this collection of stories uh, by somebody who is incarcerated without a chance of parole, I feel don't, sensationalize his plight um, or the plight of people who fictional people who are incarcerated and it, it's not done in an exploitative way so I feel like um, that may sort of turn the opinion for Miss Corrine upon seeing this book so that was my pick good one short stories yes that's definitely something that I know she doesn't read a lot because she doesn't feel like she needs to spend time, invest all the energy and emotionals into like a 30 page thing. <laughs> I feel like that's what she said. And even novella, probably not quite her thing. Oh, very good choice. What do you pick, Fiona? All right. So I, I cheated. I totally cheated. Um, I chose a uh, romance. Um, I chose The Chai Factor by Farah Heron. So I feel like I kind of did the inverse. It's like, I know that Karine reads a lot of romance and especially a sort of like rom-com um, type of romance, I'm pretty sure, like more so than like a, um, <laughs> what's it called when it has like a lady on the front in a corset? Like a bodice ripper? <laughs> a body, yeah, more so than a bodice ripper. I was going to say chest burster. That's totally wrong. Okay. <laughs> I know she doesn't read bodice rippers. I think she reads more like these rom-com tape things, and this totally falls into that. Um, <laughs> however, um, this one is set in Toronto. Um, and I don't know, like, I know Corinne's from the prairies, and I don't know particularly how she feels about Toronto, but I feel like we're all on the West Coast. You can probably pretty much guarantee that there are some negative feelings uh, about Toronto. As well, apparently it's filled with Princess Bride references. And Kareem hates the Princess Bride. So I'm sort of hoping it was like, a, oh, this is like totally something I would read. This looks good. And then there were just all these things that just like annoyed her throughout. <laughs> I love that the aim was to annoy. I love that. <laughs> that is diabolical. That is so good. <laughs> I really, really like struggled uh, and I had to pick something in the end and it, so it, it sounds really good. It's, it's this um, strong, independent um, Muslim woman and she 
is finishing her master's, I think, in engineering. And then this annoying redheaded guy in a barbershop quartet um, moves into her um, parents' basement where she was planning to go and live and work on her thesis. So it's this kind of like, um, I think, hate to love, which I think is actually um, a cliche that I'm pretty sure Queen actually really likes. And it also is like very issues based, which for me is like one of those sneaky little things of like, oh, you're reading a fun rom-com, but you're also learning. And, and, and for me, that's a that's a big thing. I feel like for Corrine, she's more of like a strict genre reader and 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 it's uh you know less inclined towards that. So yeah, I, I maybe did like wasn't super successful, but I definitely had a lot of fun in the process. And, and I think that fits the challenge. Like, you know, all the things. Yes, romance might be her thing, but all the things that you describe are definitely clearly not her thing. So yeah. Nicely done. Nicely done. Sadie, what did you pick? All right. So I went kind of in a similar, similar vein as Fiona. Um, I I latched on a little bit to the romance um, side of things, but one thing that me and Corrine have differed on in our tastes in the past is the one subset of romance that I will really, really enjoy is paranormal romances. And I know that Corrine has, we have had the discussions before and they are not her favorite. So I did go straight into the paranormal uh, romance genre. Um, so I selected a book called Kingdom of Exiles by Maxim M. Martineau. And it is the first book of the Beast Charmer series. Uh, came out in 2019. And uh, it follows sort of a disgraced and exiled uh, Beast Charmer, which I have not actually read the book. I know that that was not one of the requirements is that we have read the book. So I did have not read it, but reading the description, I really want to, because it does sound like my kind of book. Um, but in the descriptions, it has been compared to Pokemon a little bit because they tame and charm beasts, which they keep in an amulet and can release them in, in battle. So this follows a, an exiled beast, beast charmer who is trying to get back in the good books of um, kind of the, the organization that runs all of the beast charming. Um, but she is also has a, um, a bounty out on her. And the person and the group who is in charge of the bounty, she she makes an agreement with them and it sort of follows their journey as they're traveling for her to try and tame a specific beast. So it definitely has that kind of friends to lovers storyline as well, which I, I thought that that would maybe pull her in a little bit. Um, I know that she does read fantasy and she does read romance. So I thought maybe by pushing them together, it might, it might appeal to her. Um, but I do know that paranormal romance romance has not always been been her go-to so I, I thought that it, it was probably a good pick in that sense not something that she would necessarily uh, pull off the shelf immediately so so we'll see we'll, I, I mean I'm very curious to know what she and, and she's not a fan of Pokemon so there we go there we go that's another thing that probably will be like eh, she would definitely not doesn't seem like the thing that she would pick up yeah and I went um, same thing like it was hard to pick a book but I know that's one thing I remember her saying that she, she finds really hard to read. And I totally sympathize. It's a sports novel. 
And that's what I did, a sports novel. Because I did remember she picked one of the Jacqueline Woodson book, right? On for on football that she did as one of her top 10. So she could read sports adjacent novel, I guess, you know. So that's kind of what I did. Um, so I ended up picking a book called We Ride Upon Sticks by Cornberry. It is about field hockey, which I know nothing about, and I'm assuming she also knows nothing about but of course it's more than that right so this is set in the 1989 um so in the 80s in danvers massachusetts danvers of course used to be called salem village so this is tied to the salem witch trials is 1989 and it is about their high school field hockey team on their road to victory Nope, because their team sucks. They are so bad at it. They lose every single game. And to the point where I feel like their their opponents probably feel bad about like cheering after a goal because they are just so bad at it. But that is all before they discover Emilio Estevez, specifically a notebook that has Emilio's face on the cover. And one day, the goalie, Mel, decided that She's going to write in that book and she's going to pledge her allegiance to the darkness. And then after that, she took a strip of blue cloth. She wrapped it around her arm and she used it as sort of a symbol of her allegiance. And then the next day, she stopped every single goal and her team actually won the game. So after that, all the other girls on the team wanted to find out like, what did you do? And they all started to sign in this Emilio Estevez book. Did they tap into some mysterious power that is going to help them win the championship? So this is definitely about field hockey. I did read a bit of it because I feel bad because I'm like, I also hate sports novels. So I'm like, you know, if I'm going to make her read one, I should make one. And it's definitely a lot of field hockey, a lot of descriptions of the game involved. But but it is also very much character-driven, which I think she likes. Each chapter, you kind of get to know one of the team member a little bit better. And you get to know them and their coming-of-age story, trying to find themselves in the, like, you know, and their identity in this like 80s world, you know, like with all the weird attitudes and you know that time period and what people think of what girls are supposed to do. And of course, that sort of goes back to the whole witch trials and and how, you know, like any woman, any girl that are like not staying in line is not okay. Um, so there's a bit of that in there, which I think will appeal to Kareen. The dialogue is super sharp. Like I actually laughed like out loud at quite a few of these, you know, like it's not like slapstick humor or anything, but it's just like, there's just something really, really sharp about the dialogue, which I think she would enjoy. Um, lots of pop culture references, which I think she might be too young for because it's in the 80s. But she knows a lot of things. So, you know, she probably will be able to get all those pop culture references. So hopefully she'll enjoy those. But yeah, so that's like the first thing that I thought about with this assignment. I'm like, what does she not read? Sports novel. That's one thing she doesn't. So yeah, so We Ride Upon Sticks by Cornberry. I have to ask, it wasn't slapstick comedy, but was it field hockey stick comedy? <laughs> I'm glad you appreciated that. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That needs to go on an official good read review, I think. All right. Okay, so let's bring Miss Corrine out. Welcome, Miss Corrine, our guest of honor. How are you doing today? I'm good. I feel so seen. 
like really seen. It was weird hearing about myself described in that way. I'm like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Although I will admit, I absolutely read bodice rippers. Those rippers, those bodices have got to come off. Like, why not? Yeah, but it, it, it is true. And I enjoyed this process so much. This was so fun. I have to say, I nailed it four for four of who chose which book. I, I figure you would. Like, I think it's it did. fairly obvious. Yeah. Before you review your choices, I know it must be really hard to sit in the backstage listening to us, like, like you said, describing who you are as a reader and not able to like say anything. <laughs> <laughs> making like little notes, like, no, that's not right. <laughs> and now the mystery review, Miss Corrine. So I have to say thank you. This has been, it was super fun. It was so fun getting like the little mystery books and it was super fun figuring out kind of who recommended what. And I could definitely see like why they had recommended it. And I say that I will probably finish reading all of these, maybe some more than others, but (laughs) I really enjoyed kind of seeing what you picked that was really out of my wheelhouse, but something that you still thought that I was enjoy. And I really loved all the conversation. I feel very seen as a reader. I feel like you get me, you get me. So how many did you actually try to read? All of them. I did not finish all of them. (laughs) That's what we thought. Yeah, I didn't think you would, but you would try to read all of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. I did try to read all of them. Yeah. I gave all of them like a fair shot. I tried to come to them like fresh and just kind of see if I could get through them. And some of them I'm like halfway through one of them. I finished finally. Well, we'll get to that at the end, but yeah, I definitely knew that this was Fiona's hundred percent. I knew this was Fiona's mostly because it was a romance and I was like, Fiona, (laughs) you know, I love romances. And because of its Canadian content, I actually have been meaning to read this book. I actually took it home from the library a couple of times and just didn't get around to it. So I'm super glad to have this like back in my house, back to read. Yes, absolutely. It has all of the things that I love. It has really good dialogue. I love that it's like a diverse romance. I love Toronto's fine. I don't have any particular Toronto feelings. I don't know your hockey team. My dad's from Ontario. I know. My dad's from Ontario, and so we always cheered for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I don't, I know, I know. So I didn't have any really bad Toronto feelings. I will admit, Fiona, the Princess Bride references stopped me in my tracks. I got to the first one. I was like, is that that what I think that is? And then I also flipped, because I'm a bad person, that I flipped to like the last line. And the last line of the book is also a Princess Bride reference. So. I will admit that I've stalled out a little bit on this one because it's really hard to read and grit your teeth at the same time. But Fiona, great pick, great author. Yeah, I'm definitely enjoying that despite the one thing that you chose on purpose to annoy me. Really worked. Really worked. Well done. Well done. Yeah, the next one um, that I definitely knew was from Sadie as soon as I saw the cover, (laughs) even though I think you would be the first person to admit that this is not a cover that you would enjoy. And yeah, this is kind of like a fantasy paranormally romance, which Sadie, kudos, is totally out of my wheelhouse. It's not a genre that I I seek. Um, Unfortunately, when I came time to kind of read through the books, 
Sadie, you didn't know this, so this was not on you, is that I hate the word beast so much. Oh, maybe she does. Maybe she did know it. <laughs> maybe that's why I picked it. Maybe similar to Fiona, I was trying to just like... <laughs> and I imagine it's probably in there a lot, isn't it? <laughs> oh, so much. <laughs> so much. It's called the Beast Charmer, mm -hmm. and she's constantly just talking about her beasts. Beast this, beast that. I got the beast out of my Pokemon ball. Um, beast ball, you mean? Beast ball. They're beast necklace, and she has to keep track of her beast. Anyways, that is not your fault, Sadie. That is a very specific linguistic problem that I have. Again, I don't. I don't feel like it's come up in conversation at any point, but now I know. Now going forward, I know. Yeah. Next set of existential question: Which word causes a strong negative reaction? Are there any words that you will not read? I think it comes from the comic series like Beast of Burden, and I hated it so much that it just like it's it's my moist. It's my moist is beast. Yeah. So this it was not your fault, but Sadie. 100% like I love the romance aspect to it. I love that it's a fantasy. I love that it's got a really interesting female character. There's a little bit of world building there. There is like enemies to lovers to like all that kind of good tropey stuff. So this was a great pick, Sadie. Really, really, really good. So thank you. And I am, like I said, I, it's going on my to read list. So I'll let you know, apart from the beast mentions, how it turns out. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see if I can get like an ebook version of you it. Can just like block out which places. <laughs> Replace with animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the next one up is Liz. And Liz, thank you so much. I had read about this book and this author when it first came out. And it's been on my list for a really long time to read. So interesting. Like all the aspects, like the appeal aspects, like 100%, 100% make this such an interesting pick. My stumbling block for this is that it's short stories. <laughs> And you knew this, you knew this going in. And so um, I have slowly been making my way through it because as I've said before, like if I'm investing my time, I'm sitting down for like three hours and I'm finishing off this thing and short stories, I just can't find the same appeal. But I've been kind of reading one every night, um, which has made my dreams super weird. <laughs> but what I really like about this book is the writing of it is so good and so thoughtful and again the way that you know this this author is writing through their lived experience with a lot of empathy but also a lot of I think like responsibility is not trying to erase why people are, are there. He's really kind of taking responsibility responsibility for those characters and what they have done and their different experiences and their different experiences that have kind of led them there and also their lives while they are in, incarcerated. So super interesting. I'm really, really enjoying it, Liz. So thank you so much for recommending this one. Now we kind of come to the weird part of this whole experiment. In that Virginia did absolutely recommend we ride uh, upon sticks. But then I also knew that Virginia left me another book to read. I did. I did. I Which is actually the book that I finished. Okay. This is a weird one because I, th this was the first book I thought about first. She Ride Shotgun was the first book that came to my mind. But because it's been so long since I read it, I can't remember whether it has too much 
grim and too much violence and too much. So I can't wholeheartedly recommend. But that was the first thing that came to my mind. So yes, I have hidden that book underneath and say, this is the book I was going to give to you, but I didn't. And then here's this other book instead. So go read this. But yes. Mm-hmm. So you cheated. Yes, I did. Totally. Um, and it it paid off dividends. <laughs> this is the book that I ended up finishing first. This is the book that I chose out of the stack of books to really like polish off. Yeah. So I don't know if you've won slash lost Virginia. I I don't know. I don't know exactly how to feel about this strange victory, but this again is a hundred percent not a book that I would ever pick up. Ever. Ever. And even as I was reading, I'm like, are you enjoying this? Is this is this what you're having fun with? And the answer was kind of yes. Um, it is about and kind of weird that these two books came up together because it is about Polly whose uh, father is incarcerated and he has just become has just been let out. However, he has a bounty on him on his last kind of days. He is approached by someone in jail to make a deal. When you get out of jail, you are going to be working for the Aryan nation. And um, Polly's father declines that offer. However, how you decline offers in prison is sometimes a murder declination. Um, So he ends up accidentally killing the brother of the head of the Aryan nation. And so a bounty is put on Nate. It is put on his daughter, Polly, and is put on his ex-wife. And as soon as he gets out, he tries to go and save the people that he left on the outside. But in some cases, he is too late. Um, His ex-wife and her new husband are murdered. And so Nate grabs his 11-year-old daughter, Polly, and goes on the run. But he is not content to just go into hiding because really for them, there is nowhere that they can hide. Instead, he decides to rain down fire upon them until they change their mind. What follows is what can only be described as a gritty, violent, um, over-the-top, gore, violent, slapstick, dark. It's it's a lot of things that I hate. And yet, I actually found that Jordan Harper's writing was so good that it grabbed me from the first page and did not let go. It He writes about it so, like, his turn of phrase is so good and strangely poetic when he's describing, like, the, this gang violence and this world of, of drugs and the cartels that it pulled me in enough that I was able to overlook that this is 100% not a book that I would ever choose to read. So even though Virginia cheated, this is the book that I ended up choosing but I wanted to say thank you to everyone because I'm absolutely going to finish all of these books they're such good recommendations and you really were so thoughtful in your choices so so thank you and thank you for kind of bringing these books into my house don't get any ideas everyone don't start leaving like five books (laughs) just one (laughs) it it is kind of the perfect twist to our our first recommendation (laughs) episode hey I didn't tell you to read that one it's just like this might be yeah no we're rule followers, Virginia, unlike some of us here in this podcast. Well, thank you, everyone. This has been so much fun. And I think every other week we're going to have these episodes. Um, can't wait, can't wait to see 
um, what I think our next episode is going to be Sadie. So we, I believe we've all got books at her desk already. And so she might be working through those. Um, can't wait to see what you pick and what you think. I have a feeling you could probably also guess which book is from me. I do. I, I've gone back and forth on a couple of them. And I have reasoning behind my switch with some of the choices. Kind of reasoned out some things that I think might indicate who who left certain ones. But... There, there's, I think there's two that I'm a little unsure of. So, mm, all right. Well, that is half the fun. That is half the fun. Although mine was literally, I took the stack and went, Virginia, Liz, Fiona, <laughs> Sadie. Great. Well, we'll keep everybody in suspense for another few weeks. Um, so, thank you again, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Corinne, for reading all the books. Um, and we will see you all next week, same time, same day. So, See you all. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like our show, please tell a fellow book lover about it. You can find a list of all the books we discussed in our show notes. Join us next week for another fun book chat. Until then, keep it fictional. Mm-hmm.